Welcome back, everybody. Hey, everyone. Your mic is on this time. My mic is on this right, time, Sorry, yes. we just started, and Heidi didn't have her mic on. I did not, no. <laughs> All right, so, well, we're back with um, a very, very, I was excited this weekend. You were so excited. Pastor JD. So excited. Prophecy update from this this past Sunday. It had me, oh my goodness, I was just overjoyed. Recently, Pastor JD, if you uh, don't know who he is, um, I suggest just just follow the link that's in the description that we have and, and watch this update, and then you can, he's got a website and, and everything, you can learn all about him, but he um, he's a really good pastor um, out of Hawaii. Uh, he runs a Calvary Chapel over there, and um, over the past week, he has been a big part of uh, my ministry in my life, I guess, for the past few years when, when we stumbled upon him, kind of in the same way that everybody does, um, just on YouTube. And uh, he's certainly been a blessing in ways that I don't know the man, uh, but he's been a blessing in ways that he doesn't even know. Um, he definitely inspired me in the way of um, building an online community, how he did it. It was incredible because obviously being out in Hawaii, I mean, you have, you have a large community there, but, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's fairly small and, uh, the reach that he has been able to have and, and, um, reaching to people over in the States that just started to grow slowly, but surely, you know, they started to put these, um, the stuff up on the internet and this just, you know, he, started acknowledging what he called his online members and, yeah. and all these things. So yeah, it, well, all like he that, says, I mean, not everybody can just pop, pop on, on over to Hawaii. Over Hawaii yeah. You know? And, but he, they considered and he'd have people writing him and he'd say, they considered him. They're like, Hey, you are our pastor. Um, we're not able to go to Hawaii and hopefully someday we can meet, but you know, we catch you every day and we practice, we do all the things with you all just like a church and we're, we love you all and praying for you. And uh, JD acknowledged that, and he built this large online community. It's very inspiring. Um, I think he he kind of paved the way for this before it even you know before even COVID hit, you know that forced everything to be online and, yeah. and everybody to be at home. He was ahead of the game. He was there. ahead of the game in the way of this building this. But uh, for the you know the past couple of years, he's been. I stopped kind of watching him as much because he got a little too. Um, political for me and it just was always frustrating because I really like JD's teachings um, and, and he teaches a pre-tribulational rapture and uh, you know and, and you know the, the the importance of Israel and in Bible prophecy and all these things which I completely agree with him on on everything but he just could not stop praising Trump everywhere he turned and this kind of happens to and be And it's like almost a, like he would like try to downplay it a little bit like he wasn't but, but it was, was like but you were and this <laughs> like, was a calvary chapel thing too because this is something that only him jack hibbs did mm -hmm. this is some i mean all of these guys that um you know these bigger name guys and by i by no means agree with everything that calvary chapel teaches but most of their doctrine is solid doctrine um and but jd's kind of a, a little bit different although it's a calvary chapel he doesn't um he doesn't teach a lot of the same stuff as that comes out of the Calvary chapels. He's definitely not as sensational. I don't think as uh, the other ones are um, or can be. 
And I know recently they've gotten kind of off course a little bit. But anyway, he would get a little bit too, you know, political, a little bit too Trump lovey. So I just kind of laid off him for a while. But uh, I had somebody kind of um, a few months ago go, you need to catch up on his stuff and you need to start watching him again. I think you'll think you're going to like it. I was like, all right, I did. Sure enough, I heard it. And I was like, huh, it sounds like he's finally catching on and he's finally getting in with this. And then Sunday, this past Sunday hits and he calls out Trump, Kingdom Now Theology and the New Apostolic Reformation all in one one prophecy update that he did. And I was just... I, I mean, I was in my glory. Cause you were overjoyed. I was so overjoyed <laughs> because... It is a very, very it great is, and it's linked, update. and I really encourage you to go and watch it. It will definitely, hopefully it will definitely bless you um, because he brings up a lot of good points. He brings up a lot of these things that I've, I have been screaming, that I have taken a lot of flack for uh, in the Christian community um, for saying, but now he's finally starting to catch on and he's starting to say these things as well. So, I mean, this is my, um, you know, this is my spoken prayer for him and for his ministry because, um, and, you know, his, and thanking him for using his platform to come and speak out on these things. It's a very lonely, um, you know, small group of people here that, you know, uh, I mean, real small. I, I mean, I don't have any kind of, you know, I have a very small platform, but, um, you know, I have said these things. Now, JD's rising up and saying these things, and the only other person that's saying them like this that I've seen is um, Anthony Wade from 8 to 8 Ministries. There might be a couple other, you know, your local pastor at your church might be, but it's none of these big name, you know, pastors or people that are on TV that are getting getting out and saying these things. But these things, I mean, these things that are, are, we're seeing now in the world and in the culture around us, these things are cause for concern, a cause for watchmen to sound the alarm because we're starting to see things play out like we have never seen them before. Again, I always say it's we're not being um, overly, you know, crazy with it. And I'm not telling you the rapture is going to be, you know, next week and we're not pulling out charts and all these different things like that. But we certainly see a lot of things in the way that the world is going now, and especially with what he called out with this Kingdom Now theology and this new apostolic reformation and the Trump worship. All of this is related, and this is all stuff that I've, you know, tried to, um, you know, I, I've tried to lay out before too because. This all just sets the stage perfectly for the tribulation period and for us, you know, the obviously climaxing in the second coming of Christ, but everything that happens in between there and everything that's happening currently is all this stage is being set for this time period. And with this Kingdom Now theology, which if you're not familiar with it, Kingdom Now Theology is a branch of the, uh, what's called Dominion Theology. Okay, The idea of Dominion Theology is the fact that man was given dominion in Genesis, so they use the idea over the animals and, and the earth. So the idea is that 
we are to inaugurate God's kingdom here on this earth. Us humans are. This is that's what this dominion theology is, and they they teach, which is a a false teaching. It's it's not biblical at all, but that's what they teach. And kingdom now theology is a branch of that. Um, not all kingdom now theology, you know, people that hold to kingdom now theology would would agree with all the points of dominionism. But largely, that's what it is, because it's this idea that we as Christians inaugurate the kingdom of God and that it's this eventual Christianization of the world. And it's this is really, really close to what's known as post-millennial theology, which it's it's all one and the same. There's so many big names for it. Postmillennialism is the idea that this is uh, that the gospel will have a Christianizing effect to the nations. That since Christ came and He brought this, you know, so it's it's pretty much you know it, it's pretty much one and the same. Uh, although not everybody agrees on all the different points of it, but I think you know if you were to strip it down, that's exactly what this is. And so it makes it really, really dangerous. But then, I mean, there's there's people, and, and J.D. called it, you know, false unbiblical teachings, which he is absolutely right, and that's part of the the prayer with it, too, is just praying for him and his ministry and just knowing the, the heat he's going to get back from, you know, anybody. Whenever you say this, you get all kinds of hate, all kinds of stuff. So I know he'll be okay. He's, he's, um, you know, he's got thick skin and, you know, he knows how to, he just ignores it. Um, but coming out and saying these things, I mean, that's a, it's a big thing to come out and do. And this is something that like Jeff Durbin from Apologia, he teaches this stuff this kingdom now theology this post-millennialism this is stuff that and he's a uh, otherwise he's a solid teacher in many other ways but this post-millennialism and this christianization of this all of this is leading to this antichrist system Am, am i saying that you know there's post-millennialists that are purposely leading people towards you know um this no that's that's you can have a a different you know interpretation of things um but once we get into you know taking this dominion and this action through through politics through you know just taking forceful action we're getting to the point where we're not biblical anymore and that's Unfortunately, that's where a lot of their argument is. Again, you know, no, that's not necessarily the case. So I, I don't mean for this to be a full debate against, you know, in in every single point on postmillennialism here. But there's a big area of it that is extremely dangerous, and it is at large. It's a false teaching. It's not biblical, and that's this this 
this the world is is prophesied to get worse and worse not not christianized and over spiritualizing this text and replacing the church in israel or fulfilling israel's promises through the church these are all dangerous unbiblical things that we can't do and um jd called that out and i think now the reason why we can't call that out now it's just like look at the look at the world that we see around us you know i mean this this push of of trying to keep trump in office and and the whole christian right going after trump and including big name pastors that are like no the left is built and i don't disagree with it but the left is built on this platform of hate and and you know emphasize and and all this stuff and I, I agree with that but this putting your backing in a man and your hope and trust in a a very very you know flagrantly sinful and unapologetic divisive man um is, is definitely not a position for the church and this is at this point now where we have to start looking at these things and saying no that we can't do that we can't go this direction and that's one thing that jd finally did and he he read a letter from one of his online members where she literally did not believe she thought that not agreeing with trump and, and and she was worried that she says i try so hard to understand him and i try to understand when people how how christians say that this is what we need and this is what we need to do and you know all these things she goes i keep trying to understand these things but i can't matter of fact i just see him as evil she goes i'm i don't want i don't mean any ill will on him i i, I hope that god forgives him but i just don't really care i want jesus and she goes do you think that my feelings would keep me from that and jd's like are you kidding me he's like of course not he's like in fact it's quite the opposite if you're really tied to keeping man in all of these things and especially the way it is on this earth that much i would argue that it's you that it's it's that that's keeping you away from christ and he's exactly right so stepping up and and saying that and and getting on his platform and and doing it he which he didn't do lightly i mean he he always overly apologizes and overemphasizes everything that's part of his character um but he it wasn't easy for him to say the things that he said but he was serious and he meant them and he's right he's right um all of these are pointing to the soon return of christ not you know not time for us to get invested and worry about the cares and affairs of this life um when we when we should be focused on many other things um besides that and you know even going a step further saying that you know this is big in times deception here this is exactly what satan wants and this is exactly what's dividing believers even so my thoughts and prayers are with him and my thanks is to him as a, a fellow brother in christ that he was willing to 
step on his platform and upset a lot of people because whenever you talk about anybody's Lord and Savior, Donald Trump, you get trash for it. And I'm not saying that trying to, um, you know, like like pick a fight with anybody. I mean, this is literally what people act. I mean, you, you cannot say anything against the man without being accused of, and I get it, I mean, I know there's a lot of ridiculous charges against him, but he doesn't help himself at all, and this is where it calls, you know, calls you to, to use your brain and some common sense and go, you know, is this really the best thing for me right now? Is this really what we need to be doing right now with our time? Well, everybody is just so caught up in it, and it feels like the further we go from, like you'd think, right, we're like, what, two weeks out from this? Like, you'd mm-hmm. think it would be going away more so, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's only getting worse and worse, and we're seeing this, I mean, things people are posting, right, just crying out, slam all the liberals down and protect him, Lord Jesus, you oh, know, I and, and I mean, like, some of the things all that we of got these things, today. seriously, yeah, somebody like, somebody sent us a couple things today, they said, did you guys see this, and I was like, like, I wish I wouldn't have. But the problem is, is we are seeing it. We're seeing it everywhere. And that's why we're still here. Talk, like, I want to, like, I'm so sick of talking about this. I want to poke my eyeballs out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so done talking about this. But it's like everywhere we turn, it's not only happening, but then people are messaging and they're asking and they're like, what do I do about well, this? But this but, is, you know, like, and this is insane. the thing, though, is I keep trying to remind everybody. And, you know, I'll, I'm sure everybody will, will have everything to say about this, too. But. The end times, this is going to be like the the key trait of the end times is marked by religious and political deception. Okay, this is a repeated warning in every single, nearly every single New Testament book that we read is, and, and even the Old Testament prophets. This is, these times are marked by this. So what makes you think that you can escape all of this? Of course, this is going to be part of your everyday lives. And it is part of our everyday lives now. Because look what, look what COVID has done. We're looking at going into the second lockdown. You know, I I fully believe that we most likely will end up in another lockdown. Probably not the same way as before, but we're definitely going to be going into a form of it. And now, I mean, before we started, we were reading the articles. Uh, New York City restaurant requires $50 test to even dine there. Uh, Ticketmaster now is requiring proof of the vaccine to even buy a ticket. I mean, these things, these are, these things are affecting our, our daily lives. Uh, maybe not so much Ticketmaster, but yeah. don't think that that's not going no, but to these like normal American down. things that you would have the ability to just go and do. I mean, you're, you're seeing, and we're only going to see more food shortages, more lockdowns, yeah. more disruptions, more, you know, pressure. Unrest to take to take vaccines and things like this and then exactly all that's going to cause more and more unrest more and more division right and yeah it may start right now where it's mainly just you know a few select cities and you know people just in their 
you know, personal relationships where there's disagreements and stuff like that. But I mean, the stuff is only going to last so long before it starts to spill over and get, you know, more ridiculous. I mean, I can't wait. You're, you're, I mean, it's just a matter of time before we start to see more vandalism and stuff like that for, you know, like we live in the South. So the cars that drive around with the massive, you know, Trump stickers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, like how long before, you know, cars are getting their windows smashed in in parking lots because of stickers they have on them. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, Well, I just, I, I mean, I I'm do. I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but I'm saying like how more so are we going to, you know, be seeing stuff well, like you're, that? Well, you're boiling up another rebellion mm-hmm. um, by a, a very large, very angry group of people now. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, there's nothing that, and that's exactly what, Christians, we need to be paying attention because this is exactly what they are doing to us. They they want to build up this this division so it divides and so they can control. If you don't think control is the ultimate goal, you're crazy. Exactly. And if you don't, if Divide you think that conquer. you can do anything about that control, you're also crazy. So you need to learn to cling to Christ because you can't fight it, you can't direct it. You need to work outside of it. And this is something that is is coming so, I mean, it's just coming to light so clear now. But we, we you know, we can just see so many people are lost in this, in this direction of just, I want to stay here. I love my life here. I don't want to think about this being real i don't want to think that we're at this place so no i'm gonna you know hang on to what i have and the idea of what i have here as tight as i can uh and go down swinging but you know this is this is dividing us and this is just moving us further and further away so we we need to remember that in in matthew 24 when jesus is talking about you know the love growing cold He's, he's talking about lawlessness increasing and the love of many will grow cold. You know, this is a, a process for believers too. And we're currently in that time where we're seeing even believers love run cold. And I mean, in so much so to you even need to test yourself to find out whether or not you are in the faith or not. But I mean, we see believers' hearts, they're running so cold as right now with this. We don't care. We, you know, no, it's wrong. God bless America. We're right and you're not. And it's just, you know, holding on tight to it. Rudy Giuliani today just went off on the charges that they had for the election. Regardless of what's true and what isn't and what they have found in and what if what they're saying is true or not, the fact of the matter is that he went out and blasted the whole country system of elections, of democracy, you know, just saying it's the biggest cheat, it's the biggest lie, it's the biggest scandal on the face of the earth that's ever happened in the history of time. I mean, he didn't say those exact words, but this is exactly the tone that he is using. He did say... um, you know, that, uh, the, the cheating, lying, you know, all these, um, and, and definitely 
you know, knocking down the integrity of the system, which do I believe that the, the system has full integrity? No, but at the same time, there's a, you know, there's a little bit in me that has to believe that our system does work because if it, it wouldn't have, have been working for as long as it has, if it was this way that we constantly perceive that it is, but at the same time, you know, there, there's definitely conspiracies. There definitely is broken things and all that. Whether that changes anything here, I don't believe that it does. But the fact of the matter is that he's saying these things and causing the simple mind to doubt everything. I mean, everything that, what, what does the believer now have to listen to? What is the person, what are they, I mean, Biden is president and all of these, these things that are coming down the line. Well, he's not my president. I don't have to listen to it. I'm going to get in the street and I'm going to fight back for my, for what I perceive is right. So now, I mean, we're on the complete other side where all of a sudden we've become the left, you know, where we're in the streets acting like idiots and, and looting stuff because, you know, Biden's not my president. Um, you know, we're, we're doing the same thing we've seen and, and don't act like we haven't seen the same pressure of violence in this. Of course, whether or not they've been provoked or not, that's, that's not the argument. Um, but it, it, the argument, the fact is, is that it's there and that's not where we need to be as a country. And this is, this is all very important because this is exactly the conditions of the world's that Jesus describes that are that are going to be be occurring right before his return. So I think we we really need to pay attention and heed Christ's words in this whole situation. But like I said, my prayers remain with with JD and um you know, thank him for speaking out on kingdom now theology the new apostolic reformation which is extremely demonic uh and dangerous this is uh you know these these modern day prophets and and tongue speakers you know your your um faith healers you know your different things like that like your your paula whites like we did the the uh the prayer thing that she did we did a podcast on that a few weeks ago the prayer thing whatever you want to call whatever, whatever that, that was, was i really was, don't know yeah. what that was um terrifying it was terror it was a demonic it, like i guess it was just a demonic ceremony or something i don't whatever it was um you know and but that's what this is and i mean this is ingrained deep this is somebody that's in the president of the united states ear um you know and, and all this stuff is ingrained very very deep so uh thank him for for speaking about that and definitely um think that we should uh, you know be tying up our loose ends and look for the soon return of the christ because but, at the end of the day i mean that's all that matters anyways and everything we see going on around us is only confirming the things that we have to see in that you yep. know i mean what are we raising our kids for what are we living for what are we doing with our time if it's not looking forward to Christ's return and then our life in an eternal state. You know what I mean? Right. What are we, what are we doing? And I'll end You're it. wasting your time if it's anything other than that. You're worried about football coming back. You're worried yeah. about how you're going to do this, how you can do that, who's going to be pre – like, who cares? Yep. That's literally a waste of your time. That's absolutely rubbish. Like, there's no point for any of that other than wasting your time on garbage, you know? Like, what are we doing? 
Well, and ending it on the same way that JD did. What if? Yeah. What if all of this going on right now was to get you to let go? Yeah. What if it was the Lord extending his arm out in grace to get you to let go of this world? What if the fact, what if this isn't so bad? What if he just wants you to let go? So are you still trying to cling on even tighter or are you letting go? Because I think, I mean, it's a process, but I think every day. Because it's for when they say there is peace and safety, Mm -hmm. then sudden destruction. So why why not expect this this to come in and say everything is fine everything let's let's calm and unity and peace where there is no peace. So recognize these things. But what if these things were true? And that's what JD's question is. He's been preaching the rapture now for thirty five years. And he says I'll be preaching it for thirty five more if the Lord doesn't come back. But he is returning if he tarries any longer. But he is. He's, he's coming back for his church. And what if these were the signs to get us all to pay attention, to be ready to be with the Lord? It's something that we should, we should think and we should live our lives uh, like every single day, no matter what. We should wake up every single morning um, looking, you know, uh, to, to be home with the Lord. Every day, I mean, every day, I, I, I posted yesterday in our church, um, give him no rest, Isaiah says, until he establishes Jerusalem and makes it the praise of the earth. And take no rest until these things happen. So, prayers are out. Um, thanks for listening and hearing us out.